0: Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash, R S L A S H, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com rs and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot rs zocdoc.com/rs. Welcome to slash Am I the butthole where OP laughs at his brother's terrible tattoo? Am I the butthole for laughing at my brother's tattoo? This is a pretty cut and dry scenario. I'm a 32 year old man, and my little brother is 25. My little brother has been in a string of relationships since he was young enough to know what dating was. On several occasions, the relationships ended because he was caught cheating with another girl. And these are just the ones that I know about. There could be more. In fact, his current girlfriend, a 19-year-old girl, was the other woman from his previous relationship. My little brother still lives with our parents, and I went over for the 4th of July barbecue. When he reached out for a hug, I noticed his arm was super red, and he showed me his brand new tattoo that he had literally just gotten. In huge words, it said, loyalty, in cursive. Where I might be the butthole is that I kind of laughed as soon as I saw it, and I didn't try to hide it at all. He said, what's so funny? And I just said that his tattoo was really ironic. He got pissed and stormed off to his room and didn't join us for dinner. I told them what happened, and they said that I was being a butthole, and my sister said that people are allowed to change. I personally think that he's acting like a child by locking himself in his room, and that I shouldn't be blamed for a 25-year-old storming off. Okay, to be clear, I do actually agree with your sister that people are allowed to change, and there's that quote I really, really like, that sometimes a hypocrite is just a man in the process of changing. So, you know, is he hypocritical? Yeah, he is hypocritical, but... You know, maybe he really is just changing. Maybe he has that tattoo because he's such a serial cheater that he needs that reminder. Almost like a, uh, what are those things called? Almost like a, shoot, ah, what are they called? An AA, an Alcoholics Anonymous chip, right? You you keep the chip on your person as a reminder. Okay, don't drink. Put your hand in your pocket. There's the chip. Don't drink. But he's like, oh, should I go balls deep with this girl I just met, even though I'm currently dating someone else? Oh, right, I've got this tattoo that says loyalty. I I knew I was forgetting something. But the thing is, if you go to Alcoholics Anonymous and you're trying to get sober, one of the steps along the path to sobriety is taking responsibility for your actions. So, in my opinion, there's two scenarios. Either he's just a hypocritical moron, in which case you should laugh at him, or your sister's right, and he's just a man in the process of changing, in which case, even if you do laugh at the tattoo, then he should be able to take responsibility for it, own up to it, and be like... Yeah, I understand why you're laughing at it because of my past, but I got it as a reminder to myself that I really want to change and be loyal to my current girlfriend. Either way, he's acting like a spoiled baby. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your brother 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for pre-gaming my wife's dinners? My wife and I are both 32. Since we got married and moved in together 5 months ago, my wife has simply not made nearly enough food for me. This isn't the kind of situation where I'm constantly agitated at her for her incompetence or anything like that. I'd be more than happy to microwave a burrito or to whip up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I can't. My wife has, for every single night of our marriage, done the same thing. She'll make a tiny dinner. I'm talking like a Chinese chicken salad with 30 grams of chicken and 10 leaves of lettuce arranged fashionably with dressing. When I finish eating, I'm still hungry, because for a 230-pound man who works a physical labor job, it's just not enough food. At first, I tried to openly communicate with her, but she always took it horribly. She would adopt a thousand-yard stare and then begin talking about how incompetent she is and how she can't even make her husband a proper dinner. I'd try to calm her down with, oh, honey, that's not the case. I just eat too much. Or don't worry about it. I can make a bit more. I tried to be overwhelmingly positive, but it never helped. She would always just get incredibly disappointed in herself, cry, and or take it out on me. Then, she would make the exact same amount the following day. After communicating with her failed, I tried to eat her dinner as is. It became hard to sleep at night due to hunger, and I lost 7 pounds in the first month. Eventually, I figured out my own system. On my way home from work, I started swinging by a fast food restaurant and getting myself a burger. I would basically pre-game her meals with some more calories. I figured that it was a win-win, because what she doesn't know can't hurt her, and I could have my fill of food. I would eat on my way home, walk in the door, pick at the salad or quinoa or homemade mac and cheese she made, compliment her for her delicious cooking, and later dispose of the wrappers discreetly. Two days ago, I was on my way home and in line at a drive through My mother-in-law was coming out of the restaurant. She ran over and greeted me. I asked her in a humorous way not to tell her daughter where she saw me because she would take it badly, and she agreed. But then she narked on me anyways. I got home to a furious wife who demanded details. When I provided the truth, she got extremely angry and looked legitimately hurt. I'm not good at handling confrontation, and I feel like I betrayed my wife in some way. Was I wrong here? Am I the butthole for losing my passport to avoid babysitting on my vacation? I'm a 17-year-old girl who still lives at home. My sister, who's 28, is married and has two kids, ages 5 and 3. Whenever she comes to visit, my parents and her stick me with the kids. This wouldn't be a problem, except that she doesn't visit for just an evening. She'll come for a week, and for that week, I'm an unpaid nanny. If we go out to a restaurant, I have to entertain the kids because my mom needs to talk to my sister and brother in law. You get the picture. My parents decided that since this was my last summer before I became an adult, we'd be going to Disneyland to celebrate my graduation. I asked who was going, and they said that it would just be the three of us. But when we got to the airport, my sister and her family were there. Strangely enough, they were also going to Disneyland. I went into my backpack, grabbed my passport, and put it in my sock. When we got to international security, I couldn't find it. We looked everywhere. I had to Uber home, and I missed my flight. Oh, well, I get to stay at home by myself for a week of peace and quiet. My parents were very mad at me for losing my passport. The money they spent on my flight and the entrance to the resort was wasted. Darn. My mom and sister have been posting about how hard it is to be at Disneyland with two little ones. They both posted that I ruined the vacation by being so thoughtless. My dad says that he knows why I did what I did, and he understands. But he says that I should have let him know so that he didn't waste money. He said that he would have gone along with my ruse. I feel bad about wasting money, but I've been to Disneyland before, and I'll go again later by myself or with friends. Well, see, here's the thing, OP. They're upset at you because you wasted money, but you're owed money anyways. They owe you money for all that unpaid babysitting. So if you added up all that time, and they paid you that money, and you decided to blow that money on not going on the plane ride and not going to Disney World, then that's your prerogative. So, Technically, they're not really wasting their money, you're wasting your money. Also, by complaining that you ruined their vacation by not watching the kids, they're pretty much admitting that this whole vacation was centered around the kids and tricking you into being a free babysitter again instead of actually being about you like they said that it was. So, OP, I am completely on your side. You get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving everyone else in this story, even the dad, 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Because even though your dad tried to show you sympathy at the end, what he said to you shows that he knows that the family is abusing your goodwill, but he just looks the other way. It honestly seems like he cares more about his bank account than his own daughter's happiness, which makes him just as bad as the others. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter that I will not be walking her down the aisle unless she invites her siblings and their families to her wedding? I'm a 56-year-old man, and I have five children. This is about three of them. Casey, a 26-year-old girl, Alex, a 31-year-old non-binary, and Tom, who's 34. My daughter Casey is getting married this winter to her fiancé, Max, who's 27, who she's been together with for about four years. I'm covering the majority of the wedding expenses because Max's family lives in a different country and with the currency exchange rate, they won't be able to both come to the wedding and help pay for it. I have no issues with that. I just want my little girl to be happy. Last week, while Casey was away, my other kids, Alex and Tom, came to visit with their families and we were talking about wedding invitations. I was surprised to hear that they haven't received their wedding invitations, so I just thought that Casey hasn't sent them out for everyone yet. Until my oldest and youngest daughters pointed out that they received their invitations with their kids and partners invited as well. I called my sister, who also said that Casey had invited their whole family to the wedding, and she received her invitation a while back, so I immediately saw Red. Both Alex and Tom have husbands and adopted kids, and it seems like Casey has excluded them because of their choices. It also seemed weird, since Casey has always been close to them and supported them when they came out as non-binary and gay respectively. I called Casey and demanded an explanation. My daughter said that Max and his family don't feel comfortable with couples that are non-traditional, and it goes against their culture, and that she hopes for my understanding. I told her if that's the case, then I will not be walking her down the aisle, and I will not be paying for her wedding. As she can't exclude her family like this when they did nothing wrong. And if her future in-laws opinion is so important to her, then they can pay for the wedding. As a result, Casey called me a butthole and hung up crying. My kids are on my side. My wife is torn as she understands where Casey is coming from. But she agrees that she shouldn't have excluded her siblings like this. Yeah, OP, I am 100 million percent on your side. If the in-laws are going to be homophobes about it, then they can pay for the wedding. OP, you get a rock solid zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving Casey 3.5 out of five buttholes. I'd like to give the in-laws a butthole score, but technically, we don't even know if what she's saying is accurate. Casey could just be lying because she secretly bigoted herself and she's using the in-laws as an excuse. Am I the butthole for telling someone that his achievement just meant that he had rich parents? I'm a 23-year-old man, and I've been with my current company for a year now. Recently, a new guy, Jack, joined our team fresh out of college. Last Friday, my manager invited everyone to a bar after work. There, Jack told everyone about an achievement that he obtained over spring break. He visited his 150th country, Cambodia. In contrast to everyone else who were asking things like, what was the best, worst, strangest thing you ate? What countries were your favorite? And any cool stories? I just said, good for you, and went back to my drink. Jack noticed me being quiet and asked me why I wasn't joining in. I said, don't worry about me, but Jack kept pressing the issue. I finally said, Jack, visiting 150 countries is cool and all, but it doesn't say anything about you as a person. It means you had rich parents who could afford to travel internationally several times a year. Jack got really quiet after that and left soon afterwards. Now it's Monday morning and I'm wondering if I should have just kept my mouth shut. OP, the way this story reads, it doesn't really sound like he was bragging as if this were some incredible achievement of human spirit and ingenuity. He just said this was the thing that he did. It doesn't really sound like he was bragging so much as he was just sharing this cool fact about him because let's be honest, it is pretty cool. And then you get all uppity at him for no reason. Like, man, what did that guy do? If I go to your office and on the way there, I find a hundred dollar bill and I'm like, hey, cool, hundred dollar bill. And I pick it up and then being all excited because who wouldn't be excited about that? I come inside and I say, hey, guys, listen, I just found a hundred dollar bill. How cool is that? And then you're like, you didn't earn that one hundred dollar bill. You're just lucky. It's like, yeah, I am lucky. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that it's cool and I'm excited because it's a free $100. Not that I earned it and I'm bragging that I earned it. OP, you've got some insecurities, man. I'm giving you 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. With everything you have on your plate...